to battle red radio i'm matt weston and this evening i'm joined by the todd mcshay to my milk hyper jr my good friend taylor how are you doing this afternoon doing all right man i wore my suit tonight and everything so i'm just prepared to be able to pick these young studs because we're about to be set off with the next generation of talent yeah yeah there's going to be a lot of crying, a lot of tears, a lot of stories about how uh, somebody's mom was actually a drug dealer and was murdered when he was seven years old. And his cousin that uh, had a heart attack because she had anorexia and that's what he's battling every time he steps on the field. There's going to be a lot of that talk today, a lot of mashed potatoes on pizzas, a lot of uh, no bathroom breaks at all whatsoever because those are the rules of the NFL draft. Do you remember that last year at all? That there was no bathroom breaks last year? Well, Mel Kuyper was talking about how he never pees during the NFL draft at all. He just holds it for eight hours. Yeah, I was going to say, it's because he has like a tube set up in his body and it goes into like a little container that's on the side of his leg. It's just, you think he has a catheter in? Oh, he has something in. Of course he's using the restroom. It's probably at the desk. He's tra- That's what he said. I just remember last year was really bad about the draft where every person that got picked, they're like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to them. And that's what we're going to talk about now. It's like, I don't want to hear this at all, Trey Wingo. Well, Go to hell. I'm tired of this. You have to talk about the tragedy. You have to be able to talk about the tragedy so then that the NFL draft pick is the reward for them. Which, by the way, is pretty psychotic when you think about it. It's extremely psychotic. Yeah, it's pretty freaking psycho. <laughs> the one I remember really well was whenever Jeffrey Simmons was selected by the Titans because he was supposed to be a top 10 pick. And then he tore his ACL, though, so he slid. But also there's this video where he, like, um, he, like, got in this fight with this woman. And this woman, I guess, was beating his mom up. And so he ran over and, like, defended his mom and, like, assaulted this woman is what it was. And they're like, yeah, there was questions about his character. I'm like, you should have told us that he was trying to protect his mother from getting beat up by this woman. And they completely left that part of it. I was like, this guy's a monster, you know, just beating up this, like, 47-year-old woman. But... Yeah, I guess there is a reason behind it. So that's what we get to look forward to at the ESPN telecast. That's true. And uh, hopefully we get to see another Sam incident of another gentleman and his uh, lover on screen together making out. Because that's always what I want to see whenever I watch my draft. I forgot about that. That was a while ago. <laughs> that was like 2010. Hey, man. Some things are just scarred in your brain forever. Oh my gosh. My my favorite one of those was Russell Wilson's girlfriend in college who completely was just like, just the greatest picture ever. I think he dumped her the next day. Yeah, he did dump her the next day. After that picture kept going around at the snapshot, just her mouth was just bigger than a horse's and it just stretched so far. And then he was like, I need to dump her. Yeah. And then now he tweets Sierra, well, if we met in high school, imagine how many children we would have had. Disgusting. Why is that disgusting? That's gross. Why is that gross? He's nasty. It's nasty. That's fine, but come on, it's Sierra. You ever you ever see that you ever see that song ride? Yeah. It's a good song. 2004 is a long time ago. 
you know what? It's still alive today, okay? We still have to bring it back. Some things are still relevant. Yeah, I don't know. I, Let's I, need, I do need I need to update the old playlist of the two thousands rap songs. Maybe we can add some Sierra on there too. Uh, duh. If we don't have it, what are we doing? We only need a one two step. Need <sighs> some Neo. Need some. What's the big Neo song? The Green Light song. Give me the, no, that's not him. I thought that was the other guy. I thought it was Neo. No, it wasn't Neo. He was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get these guys wrong here. The green light, though, was the guy who's made to his wife, the Christy Teigen, John Legend. That's who did really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost positive it was John Legend. Well, if we uh, don't get this right, we're going to be in a lot of problems. Actually, that's very true. I may be in some serious trouble, but I promise on this. This is like 95%. Yeah, it's John Legend. There's a lot of people with the song named Green Light. Lil Durk, Beyonce, John Legend, Rod Wade. Lordy has a song called Green Light. It's the one I played always on the way to your high school football games. I don't know. I don't know what the Neo song. I can't remember. I thought it was. I thought that was it though. Uh, so today for this episode of the podcast, we're gonna do a mock draft, and we're gonna do this very scientifically, um, very intelligently. Yeah, you're picking first overall. I'm picking second, and then we're gonna rotate and swap tongues back and forth as we go through the entirety of the first round of the NFL draft. And I know we haven't done a show in a while. It's because I've been just locked in a cave, just watching film, looking through the analytics, scouring, uh, writing a draft guide, doing everything I can to be prepared for this moment in time. And uh, I feel good. I'm really, I'm ready for it and I'm excited for it. And I I can't wait for uh, this to happen right now. I've been watching MTV's The Challenge and the season finale just happened. It was incredible. And now they have the Challenge All-Stars on Paramount. So that's what I've been studying. And I swear to God, we need to somehow make this a fantasy league with the challenge it just needs to happen i'm sure there it's already out there yeah but it's not right we need to have our own rules okay you set it up then i will but you have to watch the show um i'll pay i'll pay my girlfriend watch the show does she watch it no she doesn't watch it this is a sopranos only household oh my god you're poisoning your child already nope Soprano. That's how you. That's how you know you have a good woman. He's gonna grow up with slick back hair and just. I'll be fine with it. There's there's two ways to know that you that you have a good woman. One, if she likes the Sopranos, and two, if she makes your nuts hurt. If those two things, if she doesn't fit those two qualities, uh, she's no good. One, she allows you to watch anime. Two, she accepts that you watch anime. I think that's That's all. That's fine. Also. I'm glad you're happy, anime, anime boy lover. That's all it is, baby. <laughs> all right, so you have the first overall pick with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, if you want to, if you want to get going on this now, it's fine. I'm gonna say trade. I'm just kidding. It's gonna go Trevor Lawrence. This is too easy with this pick. Oh, uh, I gotta tell you this though, because my Bears insider he sent me the Vegas bet when it came to the first overall pick, mm-hmm. and it was if you bet a thousand dollars that the Jags will draft Trevor Lawrence, you'll win $10 back. That sounds like a good investment. (laughs) What have you bet? You should bet a million dollars on it and make $10,000. That's what I'm talking about, man. We'll go crazy. And if we have Mm -hmm. and they pick somebody else, 
What would happen? We'll kill ourselves. We'll both be dead. That sounds like a great idea. Um, so I, I, we don't have any rules at all for this one, but I'm glad you picked Trevor Lawrence. There's no fear, no masters, no rules at all for um, this mock draft. So here at the New York Jets, are we going who we think they're going to pick or are we just making picks here? No, 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 we got, if you want, I'd say go with both. Cause I like, I have something I'm on the fence about where I think they're going to do this, but then like, they're going to do this. So do it, do both if you want. All right. Well, I really want the Jets to take Mac Jones. I think it'd be absolutely hilarious for them to take just like the pudgy guy who's been good in like the, an all time offense with just great players all around him. And just be like, the Jets will screw up every single quarterback decision that they'll make for the entirety, the entire time the earth is spinning and football is being played. Uh, I'm really rooting hard for Mac Jones, the Jets. That being said, I think they're going to take Zach Wilson. And uh, I, don't, I don't know much about Zach Wilson, but I think they're going to take Zach Wilson. And I hope it works out for them. I was going to say, I'm not going to put Mac Jones on that line for you. I'm going to put Zach Wilson because, yes, it would be freaking hilarious if the Jets were to try to get him. I mean, what are you really doing, though? You're getting rid of Darnold in order to draft Mac Jones. Are you really? It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'm really hoping for it. I, th- I, like, I thought, like, going into last year, they would take Fields. I just, like, I don't like Justin Fields' arm motion at all. Like, I don't like how he throws the football. What are you talking about? Did you not see his second pro day? It was amazing. It's just like he's so elbow. It's like it's so long for him to flip over to throw it, you know? Well, speaking of that, that's what I have as my number three. Oh, really? I And I know, I know, because it was me trying to decide between him and Lance. So I want it. I wanted to say that 49ers would be going to Trey Lance because, again, some of my insiders have been telling me on this. I just have a strange feeling that Shanahan is going to pick Fields. I just mm. think he's going to go that route with it only because I think he feels like he's going to be able to do more with him. Yeah, so you're thinking they're smokescreening right now then. Exactly, exactly. That's where I'm at with it. Maybe. So they're trying to make sure the Jets don't take him and they're smokescreening. They're like, Oh, we want Jones. We want Lance. You know, look at Those the other guys that we want. Look at our real butter that we have. Yeah, yeah. If they take Mac Jones, I would be absolutely devastated. If I was a 49ers fan. Oh my god! It's like we went from Garoppolo to another Garoppolo. I didn't even. Except he's not as handsome. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't want to jinx that because if you gave away your future for this, this is really bad. Like that would be awful. Like what would you, that's. That's bad. That's worse than probably losing a million dollars in Vegas if they don't pick Trevor Lawrence. They went from a manicot to a jar of mayonnaise if they go from Garoppolo and Mac Jones. What was the first one? Manicot. Manicot. What? <laughs> some, I got some baked ziti in the fridge right now. What is your problem? Do you have Vegemite? No. Surprised. No Vegemite. So for Atlanta, I think Atlanta could trade down. And I, I think they could go. I kind of want them to take a cornerback. I think that's probably the best spot for them to pick at. Um, but I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida, because they need a tight end. They don't have one really at all right now. And they also have a guy who can play wide receiver and tight end at the same time. And there's been some rumblings that they may trade Julio Jones. But for them to trade Julio Jones, it would need to be after June 1st because that way they save some salary cap space. Are you buying these Helio Jones trade rumors at all? Well, that's what I was going to kind of ask you. Even if you're buying them, Matt, realistically, what could you get for Julio? 
Um, at least a first. I wouldn't even for I sure. give up a first, and that's only because of injuries. I think it just depends on what type of team you have, you know? Well, I guess that's true. But Like, if you're the Ravens, I would give a first-round pick for Julio Jones. Do you, if Atlanta, okay. If that were to happen, that's a little, that's a little stupid. Because that would be, yeah, I, if I'm the Ravens, of course I would do that. If I'm the Jaguars, I'll give a first-round pick for Julio Jones. Yeah, I'm not going to give up, like, the top. But yeah, sure, if you want the bottom. Yeah, this, the second one. Yeah. That's fine. If, we're the, if I'm the Packers, I'm not, well, the Packers can't afford him at all. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. that. I'm not a fan of that. I don't know. I think I think it'd be a good pick though for him, and I wonder how well he can block though. He looks like he can catch the ball really well, and he looks like a pain in the ass to cover. Um, because like he's one of those guys that's faster than linebackers and too big for cornerbacks. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like that joke. I'm too old to explore the earth and too young to explore the universe. That's kind of Kyle Pitts in a nutshell. Don't they think that he's going to be the next special thing because nobody's going to be able to do anything against this guy as far as being able to defend against him? He's going to be the next like weapon that all the NFL teams need and yet he's going to go to the Atlanta Falcons and have Matt Ryan. They always say that though. This is not good. They said something about OJ Howard a few years ago. Oh my, but I think OJ Howard's dumb. Yeah, he's he's not very good at all. Yeah, I just don't I I think when guys don't really develop kind of where they have all this athleticism, I just don't think they're reading the playbook right. Yeah. Not- well, and it's also hard for tight ends too. They usually need two seasons or so. Because they have to learn the passing game and the and the run game, and so it takes a little bit of time. But it seems like Pitts is like, yeah, just go stand out wide. You know, we'll make it happen. Yep. But I think it'd be fun. And also, like Arthur Smith is the head coach there, and I think Arthur Smith, the ability what he was able to get out of Johnny Smith, um, in Tennessee, and then also like the way he was able to get kind of receivers in the run game going, like how much like he got like a lot of production like Anthony Ferkser, you know, and Jeff Swaim and things like that. So. I think Pitts would be a lot of fun in Arthur Smith offense. I'm rooting for it. I kind of want them to go cornerback, but I'm rooting for Pitts to Atlanta. It just sounds so boring for me. I think you're right. I just think that's boring. I think it's fun. I think it's a good time. It's not a fun. It's not a good time. He doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, I think I think Matt Ryan has at least two more years in him. I think he has a half a year in him. He was good last year. Oh, my God. Good win. He was like the 12th best quarterback last year. Win. We just throwing they're, it over and over. Dak's their defense is what killed him. I'm in Matt. Dak is the greatest. It was their defense that crushed him. Dak is trash. <laughs> All right, so you got the Cincinnati Bengals. You're on the clock. All right, so this is easy. We have to go with Pina Sewell. We have to. I, is that how you say it? I think that's how you say it. Is that how you say it? I thought it was a uh, Pina Sewell. <laughs> Pina? I say it's Pina. I thought it was Pina. It's not it's beanie. Yeah. It's gotta be some type of accident on it. There has to be. There's no way it's I thought it was beanie. It's gotta be like Pinay. Yeah, probably Pinay. Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, you have to be able to protect your pride and joy. By the way, it's incredible. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was a, a post, a photo of the Cincinnati Bengals like fan page. And mm-hmm. on was uh Mr. Joe Burrow just sitting on the throne. And you can just see the big old scar right down his leg. Oh, really? And you're just like, damn it. Yeah, it sucked too because he got hurt like week 12. Yeah. Like, There's absolutely nothing going on. There's no reason for this to occur. Exactly. He wasn't even doing that bad either. So just not even a chance. But yeah, this scar is just nasty. I'm still not like fully on Joe Burrow yet though. He was so bad throwing the deep ball. Like I know Josh Allen had problems with it too. 
I know like some young quarterbacks have problems with it, but he was just kind of boring last year. I was just it was like watching Alex Smith. You're a boy lover. It took multiple years in order to get to where your perfection is. Okay, so I don't want to hear it. You can make the guy have some time. Okay. Well, the difference is, bros are like 25. Listen, he's Benjamin Button. He's going. Alan was Alan was drafted at 21, and like he was raw, you know. Oh, I'm just saying, like he was just really Alex Smith, sort of. Like he reminded me of Alex Smith a lot last year. That's fine. I I could do an Alex Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people could. Yeah. It could be worse, but I don't know. I still need some more time on before I'm like, oh, Joe Burrow's the best. The Bengals were so good. Best. I'm just saying he wasn't like a bad pick for Cincinnati to be able to take. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to screw that. All right. I think they wish it was going out better. And I do also like, nobody knows if their head coach is any good or not either. I don't think he's good. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he is. I don't know. Nope. I don't think anybody knows. No bueno. Did you like their new jerseys they came out with? What is, remind me, I thought I saw something new. Was it? The, They're the same. It's the same thing. Wasn't it? No, no. I thought it was the White Tiger. Yeah, they already had the White Tiger, though. Did they? They needed to wear the White Tiger. I thought the White Tigers were new because it looked like the Power Rangers uniform. And I was sitting back going, those are pretty sweet. It looks the same. They just made them sleeker. They're not that much different, although. Yeah. Um, the White Tiger jerseys really cracked me up because it's like a Bengal tiger. So you take a Siberian tiger and just give him an orange head. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does, Matt. It doesn't make any sense. It could happen. If a liger can happen, that can happen. No, it can never happen. It can always happen if you just believe. Uh, all right. Ah. <laughs> so Miami, I think Miami's probably going to trade down um, whenever the draft happens. But for the sake of this opera operation we're running here, I'm going to have them select. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go with Devontae Smith, wide receiver with Alabama. Okay. I'm going with Smith because, like, I don't, I like the idea. Like, I think Will Fuller feels a need for him at wide receiver. I think Will Fuller is the exact player you don't want playing with Tua. But I think Devontae Smith is kind of more in line of Smith for Tua, where he can throw slant routes to him, he can throw drag routes to him. He can throw screens to him, and then he can make some plays after the catch, after the fact. Um, so I think he fits in pretty well over there, though. I was going to say, you like him more than Waddle? Either one would be good. Waddle, Waddle, Waddle. But yeah, no, I agree. I think that if Dolphins are going to be able to stay in that position, that's what's kind of be – that's really what I hope for. Listen, I'm not saying that I want Miami to be the greatest team ever. But if somehow Mr. Pitts were to fall to Miami – I think that would be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, as long as Miami would have a better quarterback. If they had some Fitz magic going on, man, this would be the greatest team on the planet. Because you have Tua, good Lord. But if Pitts fell to Miami, <laughs> Imagine Pitts and Gusecki on the same offense That's together. That's what I mean. Ooh. Oh, my God. Man, my nipples are enormous right now. I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, I like my, I kind of want Miami to be great just because of the Texans and Larry Tunsil thing. Like, yeah, this is what y'all created. This is y'all's fault. The one thing I don't like about Miami is their retro jerseys are so much better than their, like, cool, like, new, like, it's 2020 jerseys. Their new jerseys suck. I hate them. But their retro jerseys, I love the Dolphins and they have the 1970s jerseys on. When they have like the new jerseys on, I hate them. So that's how I feel about the Dolphins. That's good. But I'm rooting for them, though. I just, I just think it would be so much fun. 
Uh, yeah, I think it'd be fun too. All right, so Detroit, uh, talking about not fun. Probably like the most boring team in football this year. So I don't know what they're going to do. I really have no freaking idea. My guess, so I'm just going to go on a long shot here because, again, I'm going to be fun here and I want to break some Bears fans' hearts. Trey Lance. It's going to be oh, well. by the Detroit All right. fans. That's what's going to happen because I don't think they believe in golf whatsoever. I think that's pretty much just uh, I'm going to plug it in to make it feel like that I'm fixing something. But in reality, I know it's not going to work. So, so they give golf, you know, a year or two, and then they bring Lance in yep. next year or whatever. Yep. And they cut golf after next season just so um, they cut golf next season whenever the cap space kind of changes on it. Exactly, as well as then you're going to have – so you're pretty much going to be tanking next year while you're sitting your guy. You're just going to have it, your team do whatever, get your draft pick, and then bada-bing, bada-boom. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Um, I like I Land seems really interesting to me. Like he seems like like an absolute. Uh, it's like the new- I think he's either gonna be really good or he's gonna be really bad. You know, he's the one everyone's like all of a sudden talking about. Like he's the long lost love that they just forgot about and all of a sudden remembered how beautiful it was. Yes, because North Dakota didn't play this year because they sat out because of COVID. They're playing in the springtime and he sat out of that. So he's just been hanging out for a year. I think he's one of those guys, though, if he went to San Francisco, I'd be like, this is incredible. If he goes to Detroit, I'm like, poor bastard, it's never going to happen. And so I think him and, like, I think Jones is kind of, like, if Jones goes to a team, like, a really good offensive scheme around him, I think he'd be pretty good there. Um, but if he goes to a spot like, you know, I don't know, like the Denver Broncos, he's screwed. You know what I mean? And so I do think a lot of it depends on where these guys kind of. I don't think Trevor Lawrence matters necessarily. I think Wilson Fields may not matter necessarily. But I do think Jones and Lance are two guys that it really kind of depends more about where they end up. I completely agree. I completely agree. And I just, I don't know if it would be bad, though, when it comes to Lance being drafted by the Lions. I could kind of see it being able to build. I could see them finally maybe taking the next step here. Maybe mm-hmm. they're going to be smart for once in their life. But you're right. I I think they're the most boring team in football this year. I know. I know. I think I think you're right in the end. Like, there's nothing I want to see. Like, when I sit here and think about the Detroit Lions, like, what do yeah. I want to watch? Oh, yeah. No, no. You have nothing to be able to hang on to there with that. If you're a fan, even if there's no COVID, I'm not going to that stadium. I can't think of anything I want to watch. No, they don't have anything. So, I mean, that's why this thing makes sense for them to be able to draft Lance. If Lance falls to them, I just don't see how they don't do it. If Fields falls to them, I don't think they'll do a Fields. Lance, yeah. because Lance was out, I think that would make sense. Fields doesn't. I don't think they're going to take a quarterback. Um, I think they'll probably go like, I don't know, pass rusher or cornerback instead. But who knows, though? I have no idea what they have going on in their heads. So the next pick I have here, the Carolina Panthers. I'm doing a trade, all right? Oh. I'm making a trade with one of your teams, okay? I, no, no, because I have to agree to it. Okay, all right, all right. I'm going to give you... My first round pick next year. What? And I'm going to give you a second round pick this year to go from, from for Carolina to trade down to New England. Are you taking the trade if you're New England? Sure, but... So for New England, are you trading a, a first round pick this year and a second round pick next year? Or you're trading a second round pick this year and a first round pick next year, move up from 15 to 8. Would you take that trade? If you're Bill Belichick. Okay. If you're going to pick who I think you're going to pick, then no, I would not do it because he's going to fall to me. Okay. Well, never mind then. 
I guess there's no trade. So that that leads us to a different discussion here, though. So I do think Denver, New England, Washington, Chicago all need a quarterback, and they're all kind of outside looking in. And like I don't think Washington necessarily needs one. I think this would be a great time for them to take one. Um, you know, I think they could they could probably win the division, win ten games with Fitzpatrick and Heineke if it came down to it. But I do think they're in a spot where they don't really have like a, a big future at that position there. Which team do you think is the most likely to trade up and select a quarterback out of Washington, New England, Chicago, and Denver? You know what? Just do your trade. Because I listen, if you're saying though, are you gonna pick Mac Jones with you're the Patriots and they're moving up? I guess so. He's the only quarterback left. But that's my whole thing. I think Mac Jones is going to fall. You don't think that he would fall to 15? You think that one of these other teams are going to be able to pick him up? If you have word that somebody else is going to pick him up, then yes, I'm going to take your trade on New England, and I will swap that, and I will make that deal. Because I think no matter what, they have to. I I think if, if the way this is set up between you and I right now, I don't have a team that would take him, but if you took him with Denver, I could definitely see Denver jumping ahead of New England, taking Mac Jones if he's the last quarterback left. I'm picking no when it comes to Denver. Spoiler alert, I'm going defense. Yeah, well, I guess there's no reason for you to make that trade. Yeah, see? All right, so no trade then. But out of those, out of New England, Denver, Washington, and Chicago, which team do you think is, mo- is most likely to trade up and take a quarterback? I'm split between Pats and Bears. And the thing is, I feel like that the Bears may be desperate enough to give up more. They'll probably give up two first. That's what I mean. I think they would. So then if you're the Bears, and so I I think that both of those teams are going to be able to make offers here. But I think the Bears are going to be more desperado to be able to move up. So I think they would give up to the two first, to your point. And I don't think Bill would touch that price tag. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think he would do two first, but I think he would do a first and a second. And also the thing about the Patriots too is they kind of like have just done differently what they've always done, you know. They spent a lot on free agency this year. I think they're in a spot where they could take a quarterback too. Um, If Fields falls to like, let's say, I don't know, like seventh or so, and Fields is still there, I I think New England's trading a first and a second to move up there with Detroit or Carolina – um, or even Miami. I don't think Miami would trade with them, but I think Detroit or Carolina is kind of the spot where you would see New England make a trade. And then John Elway's just be very upset that um, he's sitting there while another quarterback selected ahead of him. But he, here's my thing. Here's my thing on why I just didn't want to pick Denver for drafting a quarterback. Man, how many quarterbacks have they drafted? A ton. And they're always bad. It's it's kind of insane at this point. We're just kind of focused on one side of the ball where even if you have a weak quarterback you could have some type of defense that's going to be able to help build it up at least. But they are a quarterback away, though. It, they really are. They're just a quarterback away. But with the position that you're in in the draft, Mac Jones is not your savior. I think they could talk themselves into it. I, anyway, I can talk myself into anything that doesn't mean... Yeah, if I, if I drink enough beers, I can talk myself into anything. And I don't think the Broncos are any different in this draft. <laughs> that's not a good idea. By the way... Because it's draft. You know what I'm going to probably watch tonight? Draft day. Freaking Sounds good. Movie. That's such a freaking good movie. So underrated. I've never seen I haven't seen it, but what? now's not the time. I haven't. Kevin Costner. Great. What are we talking about? Even better. How about Kevin Spacey instead? That'd be a better movie. <laughs> I don't think we're playing with the right balls, if you know what I'm saying. 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> All right, but then you have an answer, though. So since we're not doing the trade, who are you picking for Panthers? Um, well, I, I do want to say I want to – Mac Jones, if he goes to Denver, it would be the funniest thing ever. If he goes to Denver, the Jets, I'll die. If he goes I'll, to I'll Denver, be I'll, – I'll incinerate. You I'll would be immolated if I do. You have to fire Elway. You would have to. After this year, when Mac Jones blows up in his face – and they go the eight and nine. They are really gonna. He has to be fired at that point. Can he even be I, fired? I think he fired himself already. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think so. I think he stepped down. Like I don't know. Who cares? Oh yeah, he sees control of the Broncos roster and hires the general manager. So he stepped down himself, but he's still there though. Okay. Well, then so actually, Bronco, the Broncos quarterbacks. Sit, uh, since 16, since they were able to win a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, it was, I guess, uh, Paxton Lynch, Case Keenum. Um, name Redacted came back and actually started there again as well, too. They had Trevor Simeon, and then they had Drew Locke, and then they even had that game last year where they didn't even have a quarterback play because of COVID, and they are probably better off without a quarterback than even having one at all that, that year, too. So for Carolina, I'm gonna go defense, and I they need another cor- they need another outside cornerback. They could use another pass rusher. Um, they could use a linebacker as well too. But I I kind of like a linebacker for him, even though it, it seems really early for him. Um, I'm gonna go Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa for the Carolina Panthers. All right, well at least you didn't take my guy. I know what you're saying, Jeremiah Awusu. Yeah, they signed uh, Denzel Perryman to be a linebacker with them for them. He's completely okay, but like they lost probably five games because their linebackers were terrible last year. By the way, you think Teddy's getting kind of like the crap end of the stick here? For sure. I I just don't get the hate when it comes to Teddy, where it's like, okay, you you say you had the best running back in the league, but yet he didn't have the best running back in the league last year, and he didn't do that bad without him. But he had an still- offensive line that was hurt too. And also, like, they just lost a lot of close games last year. They weren't terrible. And we're still, they weren't a 4-win team. I, I think maybe the issue is is that whenever you are down by seven points and you're needing Teddy to score in about a minute and a half. Yeah, he didn't do that. He, he just... And then you also have a new owner, too, who's, like, all aggressive, wants to win now. He's like, we got to make a move. And then the Sean Watson thing kind of fell apart. And, uh, and who knows what they were calling an offering or didn't. And then they went with Sam Darnold. <laughs> it can't get any worse if you're a Panthers fan you know Patrick Mahomes doesn't grow on trees and I think that's what all the owners believe is going to happen is that oh there's really these quarterbacks that are out there that nobody else is really paying attention to that could just sling the ball around and make these plays it just doesn't exist it's the same thing with Steph Curry I get that everyone thinks they can just shoot a three-pointer but not everyone should it's mm-hmm. it's just they these guys are just special at what they do, and yet everyone thinks they can just duplicate the talent. It's it's just mind boggling that Teddy's getting the short end of the deal here. Yeah, and he may go to he may go to a team after the draft who doesn't get a quarterback in the top ten. You know, maybe he goes to Washington or Denver would, or Chicago with or New England. Fans, oh, oh, I would love him in Washington. Oh, That'd be great. I would hate that. He, oh, that, oh, that team would just, oh, they would win <laughs> games eighteen and nine. Oh, 
They would win games like 26 to 14, probably, oh. or 16. I would love it. Teddy in Washington is a is a wet dream That's for me. That's strong. It's a Camille T-, T wet dream for me. All right. We already picked mine for Denver. You already heard it. My spoiler is Micah Parsons. I'm going here. All right. From pick- You're going linebacker, huh? Linebacker you. That's what I'm going for, Denver. Like what I said, after the whole quarterback stuff, you just can't do it. Just go – just go with the linebacker. Let's just be safe. Let's just build that side of the ball. Let's just do it right. Do not draft a quarterback. If they so n- another year, Drew Lock. Then yes, yes, another. Year. <laughs> we're gonna do this. We're we're gonna do this. I know what he looks like, but we're gonna do this. You know, there's a place on the internet where every day it's Denver Broncos fans arguing about whether or not Drew Lock is good. That exists. All the time, every day. That's I, happening right now at this moment. It seems like a black hole depression. Yes. <laughs> Who would do that? Like, hey, no, 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 no. I'm going to go over here, and I need to defend my man. He's going to feel it today. I just, I don't, I can't be that guy. I can't be it, that guy. I just want to come on a podcast and talk crap about Dak. That's the guy I am. Yeah. It reminds me of whenever... Uh, Tom Savage just set up to be the starting quarterback in 2017 in Houston. And a lot of people were like, well, you don't know. He hasn't started for a full season before. You don't know if he's good. He needs to have a shot. It's like, he doesn't need a shot. He's bad. We've seen it. He doesn't deserve a shot. No, there. I understand. Like, you know, you wouldn't be uh, very optimistic and joyful about anything, but that's uh, a terrible idea. And he was sacked six, seven times in the first half against Jacksonville and uh, was absolutely terrible and was terrible throughout that season too. So I, I get the Dallas Cowboys. I know. And the moment that when you texted me and you were like, hey, what pick do you want? I said, I was like, stupid, Taylor. You can't even do math properly. Why are you so stupid? It hurt me. I'm, so I'm going to go cornerback. Thank you. Because they did lose Chidobe Rousier. You better pick. And I'm going to go Patrick Sertan in oh, a okay. second. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Even though I usually am right with who I want on defense, and it usually doesn't end up too well for me. The the best example was Morris Claiborne. You were so excited for Morris Claiborne in like 2012. Never, You're I, like, I want, yeah. I love me some Claiborne. I can't wait for Claiborne. And you got him, and uh, it didn't go very well. No, it didn't go very well at all. Because same thing, I uh, can't read a playbook. But I will say, I'm very excited for Sertain because he is coming, and he is going to be my guy. Because yes, I have him being picked by the Dallas Cowboys as well. I just don't see them going anywhere else. And if they do. Dude, what the hell? Unless they go offensive lineman. Unless they do that. I just... Yeah. They could go Slater. You know, Slater can play a bunch of different positions, you know? Yeah, unless they're going to... play left guard. He play right tackle. He play left tackle. Just we lost a lot, and guys keep falling down every single day. Yeah. It's tough stuff. All right. Um, or, so would you rather have Sertan, or would you rather have Horn? Because those seem like the two best cornerbacks in this draft. No, 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 no. I'm going with Sertan. And you have Horn up there? I have, like, Farley up there higher. Oh, yeah, Farley higher than Horn? Yeah. Hmm, uh, interesting. I, yeah. Uh, but either way, I would say no matter what, no, no, no. Sertan's been the guy. Like, that's who everyone, Sertan, Sertan, whatever. He's going to be the guy that I want on my team because without a doubt, everyone says he's the best corner. Okay. This seems like it's a unanimous pick here. So if everyone is wrong, Okay. They're usually wrong. They're usually wrong. <laughs> That's usually how it works out. Yeah, it's going to blow up in my face as usual. All right, so you got the New York Giants. Uh, what are you thinking here for the Giants? 
So because you didn't, uh, the wide receiver kind of already brought him up. I'm going with Waddle on this one. Really? Yeah, I think that the New York Giants are going to be drafting a wide receiver. I think they had some issues with their drama in the wide receiver core last year. They have some young guys who truly could not stay healthy, and I think they need somebody else that's going to be able to be a threat for teams. So I, I have him, and I think that the Giants are going to need something to be another threat on the offensive side. That's a, that's a very scary offense. That's like the Dallas Cowboys. It's, it'll be solid, and that's what I mean, is the Giants is going to be able to need something like that, so then you can really see what Danny Dimes is. Where So you would have, you have Barkley, mm-hmm. Booker at running back, yep. wide receiver, you have, um, you have Sterling, Sterling Sharp, Sterling Shepard, Sterling Shepard. Slater. You have Slater. You have Sladen. You have Sladen. Oh, Slater. Slade. It's Sladen. And then you would have uh, Waddle. And then you have Ingram and Kyle Rudolph. And you have Kenny Galladay. Yeah, and you got Kenny, exactly. That's horrifying. That's what I mean. That's I, I think this is Daniel Jones' last chance in New York. But that's exactly what I'm I think they're, they're off of him if it doesn't work out this year. Exactly. You give but the guy everything. And the one problem, you know who their offense coordinator is? You remember him? Your angel of death? Oh, my. Jason Garrett. Are you going to really trust all that for Jason Garrett? That's my thing, too. It's like, I don't even know how good Daniel Jones even is if he's bad this year because it's like, well, you still have Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator, and he hasn't really shown any ability to be a good one at all whatsoever. Well, it's no imagination, Garrett. That's what it is. I mean, it's just you want to be able to see, especially like what you're saying. You're like, man, Taylor, that's going to be really scary to think about. But you even bringing up Garrett's the funniest thing on planet Earth. He's not going to be able to know what to do with all these weapons. Oh, uh, run the ball up the front, run first down, and then <laughs> that's what Garrett does. I just, I think that to your point, though, and what we're talking about here, if you're going to give the guy everything to be able to prove a shot, I think this is the year where you're going to give Danny Dimes everything. And I think, yeah, I agree with be that. able to do it. And I think their offensive line was pretty good last year, and they get to put, uh, they get to put their left tackle back at right tackle, Nate Solder coming back too. I think that'll help them out also. Like their interior looked pretty good last year. I know they lost Zeitler, but I think Zeitler was kind of overrated um, in New York. You know what Jason Garrett does? You give Jason Garrett a adult video Megaplex gift card for Christmas, and he walks in, he buys a bunch of keychains with it. That's the type of man James Garrett, Jason Garrett is. What? By the way, I don't think I've been in one. Or he goes, he buys like twenty diet cokes from the refrigerator in there. <laughs> you got any diet coke? I'll take all of them. <laughs> By the way, that'd be. Really I don't want. Weird. I don't want big wet whale seventeen. I want seventeen diet cokes instead. Man, I don't. I don't even know what they would. We need to go to a sex store again. I haven't been in the longest time. I missed that place. We went. When we were like fourteen. No, we went. We were eighteen, and we just laughed the entire time. Oh, we were eighteen. Man, yeah. <laughs> that was like yesterday then. There is, it's funny, the one um, off the highway, they're like a marquee board. It just says, be safe. Say <laughs> <laughs> like, good. I'm glad you're, you're looking out for us. You have to be able to support the community, man. For sure. All right. You're up. So I'm next for Philadelphia. So the Eagles, so the Dolphins trade down from three to 12 with San Francisco. Then they traded back up to six and flip with Philadelphia. And so the Eagles are picking here at 12. And you know the Eagles have the most draft picks in this draft at 11? Really? 
They do. And so at 12, I'm going to go J.C. Horn, the cornerback from South Carolina. They need a cornerback. They need a linebacker. Um, those are kind of their two big spots. They need. they need another wide receiver as well, too. But I'm going to go cornerback. Whatever. This team's trying to tank, so I don't really care about this team whatsoever. I have nothing to say about the Eagles. This team's not even going to try. They want to lose. They're setting their guy up for failure. It's kind of disappointing what they're doing to Hurts. Maybe. What do you mean maybe? What are they giving him? What does he have? It's Jalen Rager. He is J.J. Arciega Whiteside. I think that was the worst pick of last decade, taking J.J. Arciega Whiteside instead of D.K. Metcalf. Why, Matt? I mean, he was so good. (laughs) That was the thing that happened. D.K.'s tiny. Like, that guy is, like, shrinking by the second. He doesn't look like a freak of nature by any means. He's not yeah, like he's a, a Derrick Henry at wide receiver. No, 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 he's normal. Yeah, he's a piece of string cheese. That's all he is. He's like a Julian Edelman. Yeah. All right, so you have the Chargers. <laughs> so what do you have for the Chargers here? All right, so when it comes to the Chargers, we got to protect our boy. We have to. Let's do it. So we're going to do some Rashawn Slater. There we go. That's what we're doing here. We're going to put some for Virginia Tech. That's my guy. We need some protection for him because without the protection, he's not going to be able to do what he needs to do. Her well, is, I mean, he already did it without it. Imagine what he's going to do with it. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. The Herbert yeah. needs to be scary. If, if Slater falls to them at 13, I'm having a party by myself inside, inside this house. I'm popping the champagne I've saved for the next month. Uh, Slater falls to the Chargers at 14. Who do you think is going to be able to like take at 13. that? I don't know. I think the Lions could. Don't, you want to pre- <laughs> You know what? I'm going to protect my new guy here. Jared Goff. Yeah. We need to make sure he feels home in Detroit. <laughs> that would make me sick to my freaking stomach. Yeah. Well, the, so the Chargers had their cap space, and they still have like $30 million or so left, but they decided to invest in the offensive line. And they got Matt Filer. They got Corey Lindsley. They got Ode Abushi. They got Brian Beluga at right tackle. Their left tackle right now, though, Trey Pipkins. Uh, they really need a left tackle. They really need Slater. And I guess if Slater falls, uh, is Slater selected ahead of them, they can also take the offensive tackle from Virginia Tech, um, Christian Darasol, who's supposed to be really good as well. I didn't say, yeah, yeah, I have him up there as well. So, no, 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 I agree. Either way, there's some offensive linemen for Herbert to be protected here. Yeah, and I, I think he's gonna be. I think they're gonna have a good offensive line next year. I think for sure they're gonna go left tackle, and I think they're gonna be a really good spot um, at that position. Ooh, healthy! This team is gonna be scary. That's for sure. I wonder how his acne's looking right now for for old Justin. Have you seen? I wonder if he's looking more like a man. Have you seen his lady? Trust me. It's, yeah, we had this conversation. It's clearing up. Yeah, it's screwed up. <laughs> All right, so you got Minnesota at fourteen. Wait, no, no, no. You at Minnesota? Oh, I got Minnesota? Yeah, because I had the Chargers. Yeah, my bad. I got Minnesota. What a, what a sad... I was going to say, what do you even got for Minnesota? Like, they, they're super boring, too. <laughs> like, along with, along with Detroit. Like, it's like, oh, they may win nine games. Cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Who do you have? I'm, I'm empty just looking at this. You have nothing, yes! <laughs> I, feel, I feel just sad. <laughs> Uh, it's, I feel very sad right now. But it's just bad. I mean, I don't really know what you do if you're the Vikings. What are you really hoping for? All right. 
So if I'm the Vikings, I'm going to do the most Vikings thing in the world. Yeah. And that's to draft a cornerback. And so I'm going to go Greg Newsom the second cornerback from Northwestern. And also, I think their cornerback, um, they drafted in the first round last year, got arrested recently, too. What? Yeah. For what? I think he got pulled a gun on somebody. Well, wait, did the guy deserve it? Or did, like, who deserved it? Was it a child? I didn't read the full story. Is it a dog? Oh, Jeff Gladney, Vikings first round cornerback, arrested on assault charges. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? Wait, how how late at night was it? Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Well, here's the thing about it. Man, if you have so much money in the world, what are you doing at that hour? You could pay for people to just come over. Yeah, it's bad stuff. Oh, no, I guess he, I guess he punched, some, punched some woman, and it was a family assault charge. So that was their first-round pick last year. And Gladney was bad, too, in Minnesota. She um, beat up the so, kitchen. I don't know what happened with her. I don't know what she was doing, Taylor. <laughs> whatever the reason for it wasn't, I guess. <laughs> uh, whatever the reason. I'm going to go cornerback for Minnesota, though, because uh, what they love to do is draft cornerbacks. <clears throat> Mike, Mike Zimmer loves to draft cornerbacks, so we're going to go with good old Greg Newsom II from Northwestern. Sounds good, man. But Okay, but this is my point, though. This is actually my point on your trade earlier. Matt, I don't see it. He's going to drop. So you think four quarterbacks are going to go in the top 10? No, 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 no. I think only three. Because that's my point with Patriots. That's what I'm saying. Because I have them. Well, we have Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, and then Lance in the top 10. So like on the actual actual draft takes place. Wilson, I completely forgot about him. He wasn't my pick. But yeah, Yeah. you're great. So I have four. You have four in the top 10. And then at 15, I don't see anybody drafting Mac Jones. I hope I kind of hope not. Except Pats. That's why I don't think the Pats are going to move up because I feel like with all the other teams that we picked, it would be silly but funny for them to be able to pick Mac Jones. The only one that makes sense for me is for him to drop and he's going to New England. I really want Fields to go to New England. I don't think Fields is dropping. I think Fields is trying to get a bad rap. And in fact, you know what I think now? Now that we're talking about this, is that they're trying to give Fields a bad reputation in order for him to drop to New England. Oh, you think this was happening? Yes. Robert Kraft putting in that massage media, if you know what I'm saying. He's massaging the media right now. Yeah. Yeah, it makes, it makes sense. But I, I would love to see a New England trade up and take Fields, like, seventh. There's no way. That's what I want. I just, I don't see. I want New England to go pat, like, just like completely burn down all their previous principles, trade to seventh, give a first and second to do so, and take fields and uh, try to compete right away immediately next year. That That is what, what I'm all here for. So are you going to, so with New England, are you going Mac Jones? Yeah, yeah, of course. No, no, no there's just, there's no other way. I, I just feel like he has to be there. I think he'd be good there. I think Jones could be good in New England with the with the talent they have around him. They have a great offensive line. Hey, Matt, I think he'd be pretty good there. Matt, can you name me an Alabama quarterback that's good? Why don't you name me one? Yeah, I can name you one. Give me one. AJ McCarron. Give me one. <laughs> AJ McCarron. <laughs> no one. You can't give me AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron. <laughs> I'm not taking that. You know what? Adequate backup. 
If you were to say he's like, um, what's it called? What's his face that's been in the league forever that has all the daughters that wore all of his jerseys? Oh, no. Man, I'm trying to think. Oh, McCown? Yes. If you want to say that he's like a McCown, you got it. Okay. We're on the same page. That's what McCarron is to me. Yeah, I can see I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Uh so I have Arizona. Well you got this. So Arizona, I'm gonna go edge rusher. And I'm gonna go Aziz Ojalari, the edge rusher from Georgia. And so I think when one of the things that's gonna be kinda what they kinda did this year by signing JJ Watt is they were like, Well, we're kinda tired of blitzing all the time and not being able to cover anybody behind it at all whatsoever. And so we now we have Watt and we have Chandler Jones come back from injury. And so I think they're going to do what they can to try to create pressure with four alone instead of having to blitz a ton like they did last year. And so I think they're going to go edge rusher at the spot. And uh, I think Aziz Ojalari is a perfect guy for that. Uh, you know what? All right. I'm going to laugh really hard. So the reason why I'm going to laugh really hard is because the Cardinals, I loved them last year. You know what making me hate them? JJ going to that team. And the reason why... And they were even fun to watch last year. I agree. I agree. I agree. Because you and I both were expecting him to be a lot better. Because I freaking watched at least nine games of the Arizona Cardinals. And I was not having a good time for any of them. Yeah. But the overall point I'm trying to make is... JJ just made the team not what I wanted it to be. Where I just feel like it's just a show. It's not mm-hmm. really a team to compete. Where, to kind of the point... I feel like this is the Browns two years ago. Okay. Where it's just, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, there's it's just a lot of flash in the pan here. There's no real substance to it where then it takes you getting knocked out to then be actually building the team. I, I'm not impressed with Arizona. I'm really not. Yeah, I can buy that. I'm with you on that. And I mean, like, also, like, I've, every conversation I have about Arizona. They're like, yeah, I liked Arizona last year. I'm like, did you really? They were boring. You- they were not very much fun to watch at all. They really weren't. On paper, it should be spectacular. On paper, it should have been great. Yeah. It should have been a lot of fun last year, and it wasn't. It, wasn't. it really wasn't. Mm-mm. All right. So, be- so you got Las Vegas at 17. I was going to say, you didn't take my guy here. So I'm not very surprised. So Because I had disease kind of flirting with these two spots. But I have Quiddy Pay. I got Quiddy Pay here from Michigan. I feel like that the Raiders are going to be wanting to develop their defense a little bit more. He's the edge. So I just, I think this is where the Raiders have to go. The problem is I have really no idea what they're going to do because Gruden's going to surprise us all. I Yeah, that's the most important thing is the Raiders are the most hipster team. They're going to take somebody out and they'll be like, oh, he yep. was expected to go 75th and here are the Raiders. But I do think they draft a defensive lineman because really what they did is they were like, okay, our offensive line's really good. How about we make our defensive line really good now instead? And now maybe we'll win football games. And so I think that's what they're playing. Is, so I do think they're going to take a, a either a defensive lineman or an edge rusher um, at that spot too. I, I just feel like that's what they have to be able to go with when it comes to this type of situation. Do you see the Raiders trading up, though? No, I don't see them trading I don't up. see it either, which is why I feel like they should just be able to take the best on the board at their position. It's just Gruden is probably just sitting in his room just wanting to flip a coin like he's Two-Face or something. Just, if it's heads, I'll draft him. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll draft this guy who's 75th on the board. I think it's more like... 
they're they're just at the coffee shop and they're covering tattoos. They're making cold brews and they're sipping kombucha and they're listening to 1980s British disco. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to take uh, Amon Ray, Ray State Brown and we don't care because we love him. <laughs> and he still may be a good player, but it's like you could have taken him tomorrow and been in a better spot than where you're at right now by making the selection that you made. Yeah, why are you guys taking him? Did you see what cup of tea he ordered? That's our- <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't I don't understand, John. I really don't at all. But yeah, they're the hipsters of the draft. Well, they also drafted that guy. It was either last year or two years ago. And ESPN didn't even know who the guy was. Or the NFL Network didn't know who they were. So they didn't have like any highlights or clips of them. Like, you and I who? Were watching and they were like, hey, hold on. Hold on, guys. We need to look this guy up here. We don't have any footage of this guy at all whatsoever. And that's what the Raiders do. And sometimes you get Max Crosby. Sometimes you get Quilin Farrell. Um, but, you know, I think they're okay at drafting, though. No, it, it, it balances itself out in some weird way. That's so funny. So I'm going to go here with the Miami Dolphins. I think they can do uh, just about anything. I think they'll probably, like, whenever the draft actually happens, I could see them training down from the spot as well, too. But I'm going to go offensive tackle. I'm going to go Tevin Jenkins, Oklahoma State. Ooh. You really think they're going to be doing this instead of just keep building their weapon arsenal? I I could also see like a running back maybe being selected here, but I think they're a little bit too smart to draft a running back this early. I think this is a good spot for them to trade down, though. I can see them trading down and taking a running back at the end, at the back end of the draft. Yeah, they do need a running back. I mean, for God's sake! But I mean, you, you don't like Miles Gaskin? Well, you don't have any running backs. Uh, Gaskin's. I think of Miles Gaskin. Gaskin's okay. He's pretty much a hit or miss in some cases. He's not really the best consistent back that I'm going to be like, he's my guy. Yeah, he's fantasy football good. He's exactly. He's not really getting you the yards that you need in order to be able to be productive. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm Washington, correct? Mm-hmm. I kind of have no idea here. I'm, for me, I think that with Washington, they're obviously going to be smart. They could obviously build up their defense. I. I'm gonna go with Elijah Tucker. That's what I'm gonna go with here. I just think that he's probably the best pick for them in order to be able to keep building on what they need. Okay. Well, so why do you, why are you thinking Tucker here? Well, I just don't understand why we wouldn't have something to be able to build on when it comes to Washington, because at least when it comes to Tucker, it's an upgrade at the left tackle position. So it's something they need. Moses is pretty good though. But it's still something they need. It's not. I think you. I think you probably play right tackle for him. Either way, it's something in order to protect the quarterback, which Heineke I feel like is going to be their quarterback. That's what I mean by it's something to build on, so that you at least give your quarterback a little confidence, saying, "Hey, listen, man, we do believe in you. Here's a little more protection on the side." All right. Well, so you think it's going to end up being Heineke winning that job instead of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I do. I think that after what Heineke was last year, and it's because it's this easy. He's not afraid to throw the ball down deep, and he can run. And it's for the running game is why I think you would have to play Heineke. Hmm. You have to, you have to kind of. I would give Heineke because he has what two years, eight mil, something along those lines. Yeah. So you, you're pretty much if you're him, 
well, I don't have anything to lose. The contract's guaranteed. I have nothing to lose. I just want to be able to show what I have so that if he comes out there, Matt, and let's say he, may, he wins nine, ten games. If you're Washington, are you sitting back going, hold on a second here. We may have to extend this. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean, where you would be able to kind of protect him, kind of be able to give him a shot, which is why it would be patting everybody on the back. Okay, that's fair. I can see that. I do like Washington's offensive line though already, um, as it already is currently constructed. But I do know Tucker will, can play guard as well too. So like wherever you, if somebody gets hurt, you can always move him at left guard. He can start right tackle. You can do a couple different things with them. But I love Washington's mid zone um, game, and I really like watching their their running game last year too. So I don't know. I I I mean they really are a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl caliber team. And so I would like to see them trade up. I would love to see Trey Lance in Washington. I would love to see Teddy Bridgewater in Washington. And so I'm really kind of interested to see like how happy they are with Heineke and Fitzpatrick, actually. Or if it was just like a move to make now so they at least like feel comfortable uh, to bounce off of whenever it comes to the draft and whenever quarterbacks are available after the draft, too. I think he's going to give his body this year. It's the only thing I fear. <laughs> he's going to give it all. Yeah, like Fitzpatrick. He's kind of like a young version of Fitzpatrick. That's what I mean. It's it's really should be a damn fun team to watch. That's probably going to be the fun team to watch this year is Washington. As sad as that is for me to say. It's going to be fun. But that's why I said from the start I wanted Ron Rivera. I have always said that. This is ridiculous. This is what I wanted. I'm laughing thinking about Heineke and Fitzpatrick just taking turns getting injured throughout the year. Just like diving head first and be like, yeah, he has his third concussion and Fitzpatrick has his fifth. Uh, the weirdest thing happened on the sideline, they gave each other a shaka bra on the sideline while they were getting a concussion. I mean, I love him, the shaka. So here at Chicago, Andy, Andy needs some weapons. That makes Alan so Robinson's not enough. You said that. That makes me so disgusted that Andy needs weapons. Daddy needs some weapons oh, in, in Chicago. And so I'm going to go with uh, Elijah Moore, the slot receiver from Ole Miss. I think Elijah Moore would be really good in Tennessee as well, too. I can see the Titans trading up and trying to uh, get it. Because the Titans need an outside wide receiver and they need a right tackle. And so I could see the Titans trading up and taking you know, Tevin Jenkins. Or trading up and taking like an outside wide receiver, even more of a slot wide receiver like Elijah Moore too. But you know, unfortunately, Daddy needs some weapons, so I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Elijah Moore for Andy Dalton. In all honesty, so with my Bears insider source, what they are wanting more than anything is the shot of the Trey Lance. They are wanting where some magic happens for them to be able to move up in the draft so that Trey Lance is then be able to be pulled. And then if, I can see that. if Chicago fans get their Lance, they are going to be going crazy if it's Lance Bass from NSYNC. Okay. This is what they want. It's the funniest thing to listen to Chicago fans at this point because my Bears insider source, this is what's so funny about him. He brought up that they were going to get some uh, Russell Wilson earlier in the offseason. <laughs> I laughed my ass off. Yeah, they were never going to trade Russell. This one, though, the reason why I bring that up is because this one, when it comes to that possibility, I think they will be desperate enough to make like two first rounders to move up. Yeah. And also, we haven't heard much from Chicago right now either. Like there's quiet, like there's no like are the bear there's rumblings that bears may move up. 
They haven't done anything yet. Like they would trade two first round picks to move up and get quarterback. And exactly, it's like we're not going to say anything. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not going to do anything. And it's like they have, like they're so antsy that they just have to be locked into a room so that nobody's able to. So nobody says or does anything. It's like at all. spoiler alert. Uh, that I would like to see that happen also, just because that Andy Dalton quarterback one tweet. It reminded me a lot of whenever the Texans traded name redacted to Cleveland. And they posted this like video of like name redacted in practice, all these flames, like guitar music. And it said, for those about to Brock. And he's like just throwing three yard passes. That Andy Dalton QB1 tweet would be the exact same thing as that. And so that's what I'm looking for. Man, the Andy Dalton thing, I felt so bad. That was so awful. To... Man, that was so bad to watch. Poor guy. So what do you have with Indy at pick 21? I got nothing. But. I feel like that if I'm Indy, I just got myself a quarterback. Why not give him a new weapon? I got me some Rashad Bateman. I got, okay. I got him from Minnesota. I just think that I just got me some wins. Once again, I want to be able to make confidence in the guy. Let me give him some new talent. Let me give him a new weapon that he could be able to build for his own. That's what I think that Colt should do. Once again, I'm not confident in this pick at all because you and I have talked. They still have so much money that they're going to absolutely do nothing with. I hate yeah. this team, Matt. I absolutely hate this team because this team could easily win it all. And yet this team doesn't want to spend money. They, they need offensive tackle really badly. Because right now it's like, if, the, if I'm telling you, if Sam Tevy starts at left tackle next year, Carson Wentz is going to fumble the ball 15 times. But I got nothing when it comes to like a guy left, though. You can go Christian Darisol from Virginia Tech, but <laughs> yeah, no, no, you, I had him up on my board. I just if you got Bateman, you got Bateman. Yeah, I, I, well, no, 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 I had Darisol up on my board as well. I actually just feel like that Bateman, he's my higher pick here. Yeah, that's fine. It's fair. I can't, I can't screw that. But the Colts do need they need an edge rusher, and they need a. A left tackle, but like they do kind of need a wide receiver as well too. They do. They have like they I do. mean like Pittman was pretty good last year. Matt, Zach Pascal was pretty Pittman? good. T.Y. Hilton was bad last year, and he's like thirty four years old now. Like what? Pittman was funny because he was like he was supposed to be like a vertical, like stretch the field wide receiver, and he was great at just catching drag routes and slants and picking up yards after the catch. And he was the exact opposite of what he was at USC. Yeah, and he was supposed to be like the big man on campus. No. Like, you, no, there wasn't anything that was impressive. He was pretty good towards the end of the year, though. It wasn't anything impressive, though. He was pretty good. I'll put it this way. Whenever you, hit me whenever you compare him to any other receiver in your division, your division only, Fuller, A.J. Brown. Fuller's gone. No, no, I'm just in Miami. Division. I'm talking about oh, last year. year. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the year that they were all playing. A.J. Brown, Fuller. DJ Chart. Devontae Bar like what anything in the Miami Keelan Cole. Anything in the AFC, like anything the only team that has but probably where they need a receiver like that is New England. Yeah. I don't know. I think Pimmons interesting though, just because he was a lot different than what he was getting in college. Um and where he was at. So Tennessee, my Tennessee Titans, I'm I know they signed Bud Dupree. I know they have Harold Landry. They really struggled rushing the passer last year. Um, so I'm going to go Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher from Miami. I think they don't know what they're going to do with Harold Landry yet. If he's, I think this is his fourth year already this year. Um, and so they don't know if they're going to keep him around. 
And they never got like kind of the production they expected out of him as well either. And so I'm going to go Jalen Phillips. And I think like you could have a pass rush of Phillips, Bud Dupree, uh, Harold Landry, and Jeffrey Simmons on third down if you wanted to. I think it's very scary. I think that's something that's scary enough that even Mike Vrabel couldn't screw that up. No, no, I, and I agree. And I think that would actually be really fun if somehow they were able to pull this off, which Jalen Phillips should be able to fall to them. I don't see how he wouldn't. I, I, just feel like it's, I could also see them trading him and taking a wide receiver too, though. Titans just kind of disappoint me, though. Why would they take a wide receiver? They lost Corey Davis last year and their wide receiver. They have A.J. Brown. And it's like Anthony Ferkser. And then it's like uh, Cameron Batson. And they lost Adam Humphrey. So, like, they have two receivers right now. That's fair. And A.J. Brown's good enough to, like, run an entire offense himself, but they need somebody else. That's fair. I actually say then that they're probably going to go with wide receiver, then. Maybe. They lost Corey Davis. They're going with wide Where did Corey Davis end up? Jets. Hey. The Jets got him and Carl Lawson. That's not that impressive. Corey Davis is much better. That's a little bit more like as far as, okay, I can see you're trying. Yeah. I don't think Corey Davis is a very good wide receiver for Zach Wilson, but. um, I think Zach Wilson is good of a pick for the Jets, period. I don't think that sheet or crap fits at all. I don't like how Zach Wilson always looks like he's wearing makeup. Why? It's because you find him beautiful. It's like he has blush on his cheeks. Maybe he wants to be America's next top model. I think it's just also that go to bed at 8 o'clock, don't drink any caffeine, never smoke a cigarette, drink a beer, vigor that he has, you know, in his blood. Yeah, I'm trying to build on my wrinkles, which is why I keep drinking beers and scrunching my face. There you go. That's what it does, right? Uh Uh-huh. So what do you have for the Jets at 23? All right. The Jamal Adams trade selection here. I got to build confidence in my quarterback. So I'm not going to give him a wide receiver, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to give him some Landon Dickerson. I have a center. Center from Alabama. I think he's a guard. He's a center. Why is he a guard? He's a center. He's the best center in the draft. That's what I have. Landon All right. Dickerson. Bama. I think that sounds good. Yeah. They do need it. They do need interior offensive line blocking. I can't remember. I think he was hurt last year, and that's why he's not really big on people's boards. And it's because he's really just kind of coming back. But I feel like still, with him being the best center in the league, isn't that kind of like the thing where you want to be able to draft a quarterback and draft a center so that they're able to build that bond forever and ever? That's a cute idea. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that should be a go-to move. I feel like if Jets are smart, that's the move to make. All right. I can get behind that. Um, And they get to pick again because of Jamal Adams. And next year they get two first-round picks as well. Because of Jamal Adams. So good for the Jets for getting two first round picks for uh, Adams and a very funny trade. So next pick here is Pittsburgh. Uh, another team who I think is me extremely boring and I do not want to watch till next year. They got you. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Like I think last year was their last shot at it and they blew it. And uh, I think they're just kind of going to be in a weird spot for, you know, this season. I think next year as well, too. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not very excited to do what I'm about to do. But I'm going to go Christian Darisol, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. They lost Alejandro Villanueva to free agency this year. He still hasn't been signed, but they have a whole left tackle. They lost their left guard and file or two. Um, they have holes all across the roster. They can kind of do anything they want to do. But I'm going to go Christian Darisol from Virginia Tech. 
That's fair. And I feel like to your point, uh, once Steelers kind of lose some of that, you you need to be able to build it. I just They lost a lot though. I hate this team. They lost a lot. Yeah. This team is not good. And it's just because the moment that you decide to be like, you know what, Big Ben's fine. We're gonna bring Big Ben back. No, that's not the that's not the plan. Well, and his backups are Dwayne Haskins, who's not an NFL quarterback, and Joshua Dobbs, who's barely an NFL quarterback. Yeah, no, no, no. That's just, that doesn't seem like the move. And I think they still have Mason Rudolph, too. If, yeah, they still have Mason Rudolph for another year. Man, Good. If I'm the Steelers, I need to try to tank. I, I don't need to try to play this season. I need to try to tank the game. Yeah, they're not going to do that, though. Oh, well, yeah, obviously, because you have Juju now trying to make a contract as well because he took less money in order to stay. I just, I, I don't like this team whatsoever. That's why I'm just kind of hating on them. And I'm not picking them to make the playoffs. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, neither am I. Yeah, with how this team is constructed now. All right. And then- so you got Jacksonville at 25. So a little interesting for me, but I feel like that Jags need to kind of build it. So I'm going to go with another Christian. I'm going with Christian Barrymore, Alabama, defensive tackle. I feel like right. they're going to need a little bit of something like that. I just We can't just keep going offense. I feel like Jags need something on the other side of the ball that's going to be able to keep building that up. So I'm going to be able to go with this. I, I just feel like it's their smartest move, safest move. Mm-hmm. And, it, and they did a good job by him this offseason, improving their run defense by, uh, by signing Brown by adding Roy Robertson-Harris, by bringing back Smoot, by signing Tyson Alu-Alu, where he started his career in Jacksonville like 12 years ago. And so I think they did a good job upgrading their run defense, but their run defense has been one of the worst in the leagues the last two years. It has really hurt them, and so I do think Barrymore would be a good selection for them at that spot because um, they, they do need, I think, one more player and probably one more linebacker to feel good about their run defense next year. And I love their wide receivers too. Exactly. And it's more like you, I don't know what's missing from Jags. I I just feel like that Jags should be always better than what they are. And yet they seem to always fall flat regardless of the talent that they have. I just, I don't know what it is. Is it it the pool in the stadium? Is it because I'm not in that pool? Is that what this is? I think it's because last year they tanked for sure. They were not one, one team last year. You know what I mean? Uh, the Jets are worse than they were, but they tanked and they did a good job losing 15 games after uh, Minshew got hurt, and then once Miles Jack got hurt, their defense fell apart. But yeah, I think Jacksonville could win nine games next year and be a playoff team um, in the span of a season. So the next pick I have here is the Cleveland Browns at 26. Taylor, I, hate, I feel really disgusting to say this, but I loved what the Browns did this offseason. And... I'm starting to become a Browns yeah, fan maybe this year. I know you love this. And I hate it. And it makes me so upset. And it really comes down to can Baker Mayfield like be able to de- develop more consistency in the pocket? Because he showed it before at times last year. He was good back there and comfortable and wasn't running around the first side of anything. And the other times you're like, this is bad, Baker. You can't do this, Baker. And uh, he made some bad cakes at times last year. But if he can actually stick there you know, more consistently... I think there's a chance that the Browns will be very good next year again. Not like lucky they were last year, but I am sick about how much of a of a Browns fan I may be this season. I told you. I told you. I've been building this team up every single season. I keep believing in this team. Thinking they're going to be able to take the next step. 
And just to let you know, Matt, this is a Super Bowl contending team. This team is going to be scary next season, which is why I told you from the start, by the way, that if J.J. Watt did not go to Cleveland, that was not about winning. J.J. should have gone to Cleveland. That would have been insane. But instead, oh, I'm going to go the quarterback I believe in. You're a damn liar. Plain and simple. You want to go with the money. Cleveland is the team. Cleveland is stacking the deck. This is their run. This is where they feel like they have the best hand over anybody else. And with this division, where we have talked about, where now the Steelers seem to be taking that seat back, where mm-hmm. now the Ravens, L- Lamar's not progressing. If he does not develop the throw, I'm out. Cleveland is the only one that's taking steps forward here. I'm scared. Yeah. I like it. I, I'm with you on it. And it really comes down to Baker's ability to stay in the pocket and get better back there. How funny would it be if the Browns just drafted a running back? No, <laughs> no, that would, they would never in a million, in a million years, they would never draft a running back. I I really want to say Najee Harris for the, for the fun of it. Uh, but we're very serious, very smart, By the way, very intelligent fo- uh, football men. The only time I would accept that is that if they had Chubb and they had Kareem sitting in the room, they drafted the running back and then they pointed like this, just going, see that? that that's you too <laughs> you just like look just to make them question themselves if they did that i would laugh my ass off and i would be all about it but because i think the browns are finally serious they're gonna have a shot yeah i and they were lucky last year but i think they did enough this offseason to be good and the other thing too that you know you can't people kind of forget about is that they are adding grant delpit who was who tore his acl last year and Greedy Williams as well, too, to their secondary. So their secondary should be better next year. And they also signed John Johnson. So there's a chance for them to actually have a good defense instead of just being you know, kind of fortunate back there. So Cleveland, I'm going to go the defensive tackle from Washington. Levi, um, I don't know how to say his name, Taylor. What is it? I don't know. Onwuzeriki. So I'm going Levi. On was you can't, you can't pick him. That's the rules. So the Browns cut Sheldon Richardson. They lost Larry Ogunjobi um, to the Cincinnati Bagels this year. I wish they were called the Cincinnati Bagels instead of the Bengals, by the way. And they did add Malik Jackson from Philadelphia, who was cut this offseason. But they do need another defensive tackle. So I'm going to go Levi Omruziki. So you have him, Miles Garrett, Malik Jackson, Jadavion Clowney, all on the same front. <sighs> Come on now. Let's go. That's just unfair. At that point, it's just if you're a quarterback, I don't want to play that team. I'm going to be out this week. I can't wait to watch Clowney and Garrett together. You mean when Clowney plays three games and then gets hurt because he doesn't? I'm going to love it for three games. And and it's not going to, I'm going to love it for those three games, though. Yep. I bet you are. He doesn't want to stay in shape because he doesn't care. He's like Ezekiel Elliott, except on the defensive side. Yeah, exactly. They come out the Whatever same draft, by the way. He actually, I think Clowney actually cares a lot, but I think he has really kind of screwed up the decisions he's made. What? They come out of the same draft? No. Clowney was a, was a Clue Mac draft. Okay. I think Elliot was the year after. Okay. I'm just going to say, how weird is that? Weird. Interesting. All right, so you got Baltimore at 27. I got Trevor Mulrig. I got safety here at TCU. That's what I'm going to have for Baltimore. I don't really like this team. 
I really only believe if Lamar is able to show me something new. But I still have to say that they need to build up that defense. I just think that Baltimore being able to give up 30 points is not how they're going to be able to win ball games. They need to be able to control the clock. Must be a little bit more low scoring because Lamar cannot throw. So that's why we're going to have to go safety here. We mean more protection against that deep ball. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think their cornerbacks are good enough on the outside where I think safety is that important for them. Um, but, I mean, really really comes down to Lamar Jackson being able to throw the ball down the sideline. And until Lamar is able to do that, the Baltimore Ravens really don't matter all that much at all whatsoever going forward. But, I mean, I do think, I think the biggest problem with the Ravens, though, is that they've lost so much to their front seven. But they do the exact same thing every single year where they lose all that talent in the front seven. It's like, oh, yeah, we have this guy from... South Central Louisiana State, who he drafted in the sixth round three years ago, and now he's an all-pro, and uh, we don't miss Matthew Judon at all whatsoever, and they do that year after year after year. So I realized that we have one player still in the green room who's been sliding throughout this draft, and that's Jamar Chase, I know. the wide receiver from LSU. You know, he didn't play last year, and these are the repercussions you, you face whenever you let your team down don't play, and uh, you sit down for a year selfishly like Jamar Chase did. So but he's staying in Louisiana. He's going to New Orleans uh, to play with the Saints. It's be him, Michael Thomas, and Jameis Winston. And uh, they're going to have a very good time together next year. You know, watching the crickets uh, in New Orleans next season. That's very sweet. I'm very happy. No, no, I completely agree. I feel like, yeah, he's just, it's the repercussions that you sow. In which case, you want to be able to sit out? Fine. That's what happens. Yeah. Be a- you just lost $2.5 million. Exactly. All right. Is it my pick? Yeah, yeah, Green Bay at 29. I don't really know. I don't really know here, but I'm going to go with Jalen Michaels. I feel like that's probably going to be the best bet for them on the offensive tackle side, and that's just because when it came to the Packers, the Bucks kind of tore their butthole a new one. And yeah. just didn't know what to do whenever the Packers had injuries granted to that O-line. It cost them. Mm-hmm. And that's what it just came down to in the end. And I feel like this is what they need for further protection for Aaron, even though, Matt, I have no idea what the hell is going on with that relationship. I think Aaron doesn't want to play football. He wants to be on Jeopardy instead. Um, by the way, he's about to lose his job. Have you heard who the new guest uh, host is going to be? No. What's his face from Reading Rainbow? Oh, really? Yeah. He's gonna- yeah, he doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, I was going to say the moment that they put him as the host, it's like, okay, why did this take so long? Are we stupid? Oh, the next generation of children know who he is, and he would be the new host of Jeopardy. How weird. Come on, this is stupid. You might as well get Bill Nye the science guy. Why do people yeah, like him? I don't like Bill Nye. Yeah, I know. Yeah, age or science. I hate science. You know, people try to try to take what should be God and fill in their heart with science. You know, it leads to loneliness, a bad life. What? Misery, misery, selfishness, hatred to oneself, a constant longing for something more. This is science gives you. I don't. I don't know what you're saying at this point. That seemed really depressing. Uh- I'm just telling you about science. I, that's not about science. That just sounds depressing. 
Yes, yeah, so I'm just, I, I'm just telling you what happens about with science, you know. That moment of silence was because Wally's being an ass right now. All right. Uh, so Buffalo, Josh Allen, he just needs one player. I was gonna say it's your boyfriend. Who are you picking for your boyfriend? Oh, I was. I almost didn't take Jamar Chase for the Saints, just so I could take Jamar Chase for the Bills. Um, there's a lot of different. I don't know. Like they need another pass rusher. They probably could use a running back. They could probably use another cornerback. They can use a little bit of anything at this spot. They're kind of in a they're kind of a weird spot. Like they're pretty much filled up, but they don't need anything at all. It's all kind of a luxury pick here for Buffalo at this spot. Um, what would you do if you were picking for Buffalo here? I wouldn't do to be honest, it's pretty much you're just building whatever you want. I would probably go running back. Yeah, I just don't like drafting a running back this early. I know, I know, but in all honesty, you're thirty. So, when are we talking about this early? Your mind as well be in the second round early pick here when it comes to running back, which is usually the spot that these guys are now picked. 30th pick on you grabbing a running back? I would do it. They they need some type of running game in order to be able to help out Josh. If you're not going to have some type of threat in the backfield as well, you have nothing. Yeah, I just I just hate the idea of it, though. I get it just makes me mad. Picking 30th. I know, it just makes me mad, though. I just, for the principle of it, I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm not going to draft a running back. Instead, I'm going to draft Caleb Farley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. You son of a bitch. God. I have nothing now for my last pick here. You're not going to take him if you're the Bills. You know that, right? So what do you do for the Ravens? Draft a running back. <laughs> draft a... <laughs> You know what? I might as well. Fine. Fine. I'm doing it. I don't really care. Najee Harris. That is who is going to the Baltimore Ravens. That is who I'm going to pick because you stole mine. I think Baltimore is just going to be building that defense. I don't think Buffalo is going to touch anything on the defense. I think they should be. We we need something else here, especially on that running back position. Matt, it makes the most sense. Well, they they lost Mark Ingram, and he was really important for them last year. What are they going to do without him? I know, exactly, which is why the Ravens are going to be drafting a running back if the Buffalo Bills don't, because the Buffalo Bills, hey, Matt, who was their top running back last year? Uh, Devin Singletary, and he wasn't very good. Uh Uh-huh. How many yards? I think he had like 700 or so. That's disgusting, right? Yeah, it wasn't very good. How good was Josh Allen last year? One of the five best quarterbacks in football. I wonder what would happen if he had a running back, right? Uh, he'd still probably be pretty good. Mm, yeah, I think he'd be better, which proves my point. Better? Um, so for the Tampa Buccaneers to end this, Levante David's getting a little old. And so I'm going to go Zayvon Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. So they have three of the fastest linebackers in the world. I was going to say, what do you want to give them? What do you just want to reward them with? That's all you're doing when it comes to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're rewarding them for winning the Super Bowl. Hey, you guys seen another player? Here's something. This pick kind of reminds me of the Chiefs last year. Whenever they drafted um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, everybody's like, oh, this is so unfair. Oh no, the Chiefs got Clyde Edwards Lair and he wasn't all that good last year. And Damian Williams is still or Daryl Williams is still somehow better than he was. 
like how it usually kind of works out every year for the Chiefs. And so that was very funny um, when that occurred. But I think that I think they can do kind of anything at their spot. I agree, and that's why when it came to the Bucks, it was so funny. Whenever I looked at the list, I was like, I don't want to do that because it's just pretty much pick whatever's the best on the board. That's what you're getting. So have you seen any kind of funny, have you seen the John Penasini of this class? So what's the best draft name that you've seen so far? The best draft name? Yeah. I'm seeing draft names. Where are you seeing draft? No, no, name, name. Like what's the best name of a player you've seen so far? Have you seen somebody as good as John Penasini? No, not as good. Uh, I don't have his full name, but I think it's uh, Jeremiah Wusu. What's after yeah. Wusu? There's something. Uh, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> That's why I had it. Because I immediately just said Wusu, and I was like, I don't know how to pronounce that second part. Yeah, I'll find out tomorrow night, though. Just put in it in the correction of the spelling. How to pronounce this Google Translate. So Kansas has a running back named Puka Ford. That's a pretty good name. Pretty good name. Uh, there's a wide receiver from Hawaii. His name is Rico Bussy. Not that good. You don't like Rico Bussy? I can do better. So are you, do you like Puka Ford more than Rico Bussy? I like Puka Bussy more than both. I like Rico, Rico Puka. Rico Puka? Yeah. What about Puka Rica? I think Puka Rico is probably better. I think it's probably better. I wish I had a better list of all this, of all the of all the potential like top three hundred crazy names that you, you want to have. How do I have a list of just like the crazy names in the draft? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for here. Ugh, you make me sick. Make you sick. Well, that's not very nice. So to recap: Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. The Jets, Zach Wilson, San Francisco, Justin Fields, Atlanta, Kyle Pitts, Cincinnati, Peeney Sewell, Miami, Devontae Smith, Detroit, Trey Lance, Carolina, Jeremiah Owusu, Denver, Micah Parsons, Dallas, Patrick Sertan, the Giants, Jalen Waddell, Philadelphia, J.C. Horn, the Chargers, Rashawn Slater, Minnesota, um, Newsom the second, New England, Mac Jones, Arizona, Aziz Ojimbari, Las Vegas, Kitty. God, I got too far ahead of myself. I'm gonna say it's Quitty Pay. Quitty Pay. I like Kitty Pay though. Quitty Pay. Ooh, Kitty Pay is pretty good too. Quitty Pay, Miami, Tevin Jenkins, Washington football team, Elijah Tucker, Chicago, Elijah Moore. Indy, Rashad Bateman, Tennessee, Jalen Phillips, the Jets, Landon. I don't know. It's Dickerson. Really, Landon Dickerson. You got it. The Jets, Landon Dickerson, Pittsburgh, Christian Darsall, Jacksonville, Christian. Bearmore. Bearmore, Cleveland, Levi Onuzuriki, Baltimore, Trevor Morig. New Orleans at 28, Jamar Chase. Green Bay at 29, Jalen Michaels. Buffalo, Caleb Farley. Uh, Baltimore at 31, Najee Harris. And Tampa at 32, Zayvon Collins. Jalen Mayfield at 29, you son of a bitch. I was close enough. Yeah, I can't read my own handwriting. Yeah. It makes it a little bit more difficult. I'll tell you. Man, it's lightning over here. It's getting crazy. Yeah, I miss the, I miss the pretty weather. But so, what are you doing from the draft? How are you watching it? 
I already told you, I'm going to be drinking jellies and I'm going to be watching the draft by myself with anime in the background because that's what you do when you're Sounds anime like lover. I like it. I'm going to be sitting here with it all in the background while I do other things and watch it probably until the fifth round. Wait for my Houston Texans to pick at number 67. Woo! Super Bowl this year. Pick number 67. Let's go. Wait for pick 67. You can't even watch the first day. I can't watch the second day either. Oh, no. I can watch. They don't pick until probably. Well, yeah, they pick the the third round is the second day. They probably won't pick for the first time until like 947 on Friday night. (laughs) You're going to stay up late? And I'm going to be sitting here just like, I wish I was dead. I love Laramie Tunsil so much. Hell yeah, Laramie Tunsil. You reap all of it. Yeah. Well, that's our show for tonight. We'll probably come back on next week and do a draft recap. Or maybe we'll uh, we'll talk on, on Thursday night. Who knows? While the draft's going on, get some thoughts on it. Who knows what we're going to do? But uh, until next time, either we'll be back on the show next week at the latest. I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Ballard Radio. And thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. Hey, you know Josh Allen's overrated, right? Uh, not whenever he has uh, uh, a running back. A running back. <laughs> <laughs>